Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. To our new listeners, welcome. To our old listeners, welcome back. Another episode of Magical Education awaits you, but first we would like to say a few words. Nitwit, blubber, oddment, tweak. Podcast nine and three quarters. Topic of the week is: Is Voldemort back? Hello, listeners. I'm Rhea. And I'm Jem. And do you think Voldemort's back or <laughs> nah? Or nah? He can't be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Set the scene. It's fourth year, 1994. Um. Yeah. Let's start with fourth year, and we'll move okay. on to fifth year eventually. I'm gonna say that uh, we're both at Hogwarts. You're in your last year. You're in like your seventh year. I'm in my fourth year. Okay. So next year you're planning on graduating and getting your internship at the ministry. I don't know what department you want to work in. Uh, neither do I. None of them sound appealing to me. <laughs> <laughs> Choose one. Uh, magical law enforcement. That will help us the most in the episode. <laughs> yikes. Yeah, you're going to be a cop. I was thinking more a lawyer, <laughs> but <laughs> all right. That's still yikes. Yeah, I know. There are defense lawyers. Um... <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I actually don't know if there are defense lawyers in the Wizarding World. That's for another episode. I'm an unlucky student in the same year as Harry Potter. <laughs> Sucks to be you, my dude. <laughs> yeah. I was promised a Hogwarts that's full of, like, chill, fun vibes and, like, you know, mischief and shenanigans. And then, because that was what the, all the stories that you told me from your Hogwarts years, you know? Yeah. And then I got I was here. just like, there was stuff going, there was curses when I was here, stuff going on with the curse vaults, but it had nothing to do with me. That was back in the 1980s. How old are you? <laughs> no, it's like just before Harry goes to Hogwarts, it's happening. Oh, uh, true. I haven't played that game in so long. Anyway. um, Yeah. Cool. You're around when the Weasley twins are around. You're probably the same age. No, a bit older than them. Anyway. Uh, the Weasley twins are, I think, two years ahead of Harry. So yeah, yeah that's about right. You're like they the are same, maybe a year below me. Same year as Percy then. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, cool. I'm guessing we're both Slytherins. As usual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Both Muggleborns as well. Sure, why not? No, actually, no, it might make more sense if we're not Muggleborns. Because I think Muggleborns okay. would have more critical thinking skills. <laughs> true, 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 true. All right, let's be pure bloods then. Let's be the dumbest as, as it comes, yeah. you know? Right. Pure bloods, okay. but we weren't <laughs> around during the first war. We were very young children. So we've just been raised on stories yeah. of it. Okay, all right. Because, yeah. I think there's some pretty important stuff that's going to happen, which we might not hear about if we don't have like a lead in the Ministry of Magic. So maybe one of our parents works at the Ministry of Magic as well. Okay, cool. Cool. You're following in that parent's footsteps. I guess so. <laughs> our mother's and a lawyer. Another... <laughs> our father's a con. I um, bank, bank robber is what I was going to try and say, but I fucked it up. I was going to say the other one is like a healer at St. Mungo's. Cause that fits sure. That would be helpful codes. as well, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. All right. Yeah. 
Cool, cool, cool. Got our backstories. All right. Cool. It's 1994. Let's set the scene. We're both wearing, I guess, double denim under our robes. <laughs> um, <laughs> double denim dr- robes. Amazing. <laughs> we saw Jurassic Park recently, like within Last a couple year. of months ago. Last yeah. year. Yeah. It was really go- good. Like, Yeah. <laughs> We were so scared because we were pure bloods in a muggle theater. And it was like way back in the day yeah. when those people saw the movie of the train and thought they were going to die. That's what it was like for us. Yeah. We're like, there's real dinosaurs here. <laughs> Our muggle born friend is like, okay, you guys are right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Take a chill pill. And we were like, do you mean a calming draw? <laughs> 1994, what's going on? Fourth year. Well, tribe was a tournament. Yeah, I got some stuff that's happening. First of all, Voldemort died decades ago. Let's get that established baseline of knowledge. We all know he died trying to fight that baby. Yeah, Yeah, he really cocked it. It was embarrassing for him. Sucks to be him, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Some bad shit is happening just in general. A woman named Bertha Jorkins has disappeared. Hmm. But, like... Do we care? I think, like, that might (laughs) have... That might have made its way to us through the grapevine. Like, if one of our parents, like I said, is in the Ministry of Magic in... I think she was in the Department of Magical Law Enforcement. Like, No, she was in the Department of Magical Games and Sports. Ah, right. Okay. Right? With Ludo Bagman. Yeah, she was. She disappeared when she was on holiday. So it's like she went on holiday and then just sort of never came back. So it's not like she vanished, you know, from underneath our noses. Yeah. So there's a chance that we didn't really hear about that. Or if we did, it was only in a really periphery kind of way. Okay. But... Much more noticeable, there was a riot at the Quidditch World Cup. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we would have gone to the Quidditch World Cup, would we? I don't, not if we're playing ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, one, I think it would be super expensive. Mm. And two, I just don't think that we're invested enough in that sport. Like, given our current track record of being invested in sport, yeah, I don't think we're spending that much money <laughs> to go to a game that could last between a day and a month. Yeah. And just longer. two episodes ago, we were like, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah. I refuse to learn or know anything about this. So we definitely weren't there, but it would have been all over the papers. It would have been in everyone's mouths. Everyone's talking about this. Yeah. Death Eaters were spotted, you know. Well, That's spooky. Yeah. What makes the papers is the fact that the dark mark was in the sky over the Quidditch World Cup, which means that somebody died. And I think more yeah. specifically, it means that somebody was murdered by Death Eaters, if not Voldemort himself. Mm-hmm. So that's our first big clue. Yeah, that would freak me out. I think I'd be like, hmm, something to watch. Like, I wouldn't think Voldemort's back, but I'd be like, okay, like this. No. Yeah. Because he's I'd dead. I'd be like, okay, Voldemort's followers are just like you know, a bunch of dudes really upset at the outcome of a Quidditch World Cup match. Are we surprised? And have decided to start a Mm -hmm. riot and things got out of hand and maybe someone was murdered. I don't know if someone was murdered or not, but seems like it based on the evidence. Yeah, I think from the first evidence, the Dark Mark itself, we would be like somebody was killed. And then eventually the story would come out, actually nobody was killed. There was some muggle baiting. Muggle baiting might have been the right word. There was some yeah, torture of muggles. Yeah, that would be upsetting. <laughs> I wouldn't like that. I'd, mm, I'd be like, yeah. Mm, yeah, that's grim. Troubling to learn. In general, I think a riot is just a, I would say, a very unusual thing to happen mm. in the wizarding world. Because how often are there enough wizards in one place to do a riot properly? Yeah. And then, like, when we get to school, how many of the kids in our dormitory and shit like that are talking about their parents going to the Quidditch World Cup and we're like putting the dots together like mm, 
Mm. Bet it was your parents out there. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Mm. Well, what I'm thinking is like, actually, maybe this might have to draw on muggle knowledge because from our Quidditch world, not our Quidditch World Cup, from our Quidditch episode recently, we were talking about like, riots after sports games are a thing that happened in the muggle world so maybe what i'm thinking is this was just sort of a regular riot and there were no death eaters there at all but for some reason uh, somebody cast the dark mark into the sky i guess maybe as a prank or i don't know some kind of like message or something like that like somebody did it but that person maybe wasn't a death eater maybe they were just trying to scare people but, like, surely it was reported on the papers that there was people walking around in cloaks and masks and stuff like that. Like, that's Death Eater nonsense. That is Death Eater nonsense. Yeah. People walking around in cloaks, that's normal. Masks is like, well, if I was going to riot after a sports mm. game, I would put on a mask. Yeah, I don't want your identity noticed, yeah. It's, mm. I would be troubled. I wouldn't think Voldemort's back. I would simply think it was just a small group of people that were fascists that were just, like, going off, I guess. Um, and I would yeah. be like, gross. The muggle torturing is like, that's evidence of death eaters, yeah. I would say. Yeah, that's gross. And like, I'd probably be hearing other people in my house talking about it and being like, oh, muggles mm. got what they deserved and shit like that. And I'd be very grossed out by it. Yeah, that's concerning. Yeah. Gross. I'm not even sure that that's death eaters active. I just seems like it was just a horrible thing that happened. But yeah. hey, it was probably a one time incident, right? Probably not going to keep escalating from here. <laughs> Yeah, I would definitely see it as a one-time thing. It'd be like the equivalent of, like, you read in the news one day that a bunch of people came out of a pub and trashed the the street that they were on. Like, that's what I would be thinking. It's, like, just a random event. It's, like, spurned by someone losing a match. Like, Yeah, and, like, maybe a random passerby got dragged into it and got badly injured. Yeah. But, like, it wasn't a targeted attack or anything. It was just a sort of random... Yeah. Act of violence. I, and I wouldn't see it as premeditated. Like, it's definitely targeted against the muggles, but not premeditated. Yeah. Doesn't seem yeah. premeditated, no. Seems like people got drunk and crazy after the Quidditch World Cup. Yeah. Next thing that I think is, like, suspicious and happens kind of in the public eye, Barty Crouch goes missing for several months. Yeah, that's pretty and public. It... He's, like, a prominent figure in yeah. the ministry. <laughs> well, he was one of the judges in the Tribe of the Tournament, which we would know because yeah. we're students at Hogwarts. Would have seen him at the school. And then his assistant is coming in and doing the judging for him. And like, we wouldn't know that Percy's there being like, Oh, I'm getting my orders from Mr. Crouch. Cause he's sick. We would just know that Mr. Crouch is gone. Yeah. And then I think it would come out that Mr. Crouch has like properly disappeared. He's not at home sick. He's vanished. And his assistant has been taken in for questioning regarding what happened to him. Hmm. So he's just gone. Low key. I'm thinking Percy did it. <laughs> Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think Percy did. I think he did it, but I just can't prove it. Yeah, is the vibe. So I'm, <laughs> I'm rethinking this. I can't be in Percy's year because Percy's graduated and I'm still at Hogwarts. Yeah, you'd be the year under Percy. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah. I would know of Percy because he's the head boy. Yeah, and like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think he did. <laughs> I think Percy killed Mr. Crouch. 100% Percy has called me out for, like, laughing too loud when I'm walking down the corridor with my friends or something like that. Or done some oh. messed up micromanagey shit to me before. And I've been like, mm, you're on the list. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, particularly, like, the two of us ambitious, nerdy Slytherins and he's the fucking Gryffindor head boy. Of course he's yeah. giving us bullshit for, like, being in the library too late or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> mm, hate that. <laughs> I don't like Percy. 
Any excuse for me to pin something on Percy, I'm like, yeah, I'm like 100% gossiping to all my friends. Like, I bet Percy just like knocked Barney Crouch out, hey? I bet he just took yeah. his job. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so sus that he was gone for months and Percy was apparently like, oh, I've been getting instructions from him the whole yeah, time. That's and weird. Then, I don't know if we hear that he showed up crazy at Hogwarts and then no, we don't. disappeared. I don't think we would. I think that was very hushed up by Dumbledore. Yeah, but definitely the getting instructions for him, written instructions from him for months, and then it turns out that he's been missing for months, that's sketchy as. like, And then taken in for questioning by the Department of Magical Law Enforcement, and all of a sudden Percy's not judging the tournament anymore. Now it's Cornelius Fudge, Minister of Magic himself. Yeah, he's done. He, <laughs> he got caught. Yeah, Percy fucking killed him. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, maybe he didn't kill him. Maybe he, like, you know, hit him over the back of a head by accident in, like, a jealous rage, like, and then, like, you know, just sort of stuffed him somewhere, like, in, in like, a wardrobe and locked the wardrobe with a magic spell and body crash can't get out. Yeah, fed him to a tiger's, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it, I don't think Percy was cognizant that he was harming Mr. Crouch. I think he just was, like, he just wanted to get the job done, you know? <laughs> it was methodical. You think he for him. did it. Yeah. You think he did it in like a diso- disassociative state? Yeah, yeah, like a fugue state. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that for him. I love that. <laughs> and I'm 100% telling everyone that will listen about my theory. Of course. <laughs> like, imagine me at, if you will, at the fucking breakfast table, like Ron and Fred and Weasley and all that sort of stuff <laughs> within earshot. And I'm like, yeah, Percy went into a fugue state. Like, literally, so- Penelope Clearwater told me. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Just like, you're like sitting up on top of the table so you've got clear eyesight and everyone, and like holding court on like how Percy yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. did this. Feet on the seat, orange juice in hand, <laughs> toast in the other. <laughs> Okay, Uh, this is not evidence of Voldemort, but it's going to be evidence that we need next year. Cool. Several articles come out painting Harry in a bad light, and then there is one (laughs) right before the third task, which outright says that he's insane, and he tells crazy lies for attention. (laughs) And several of what would be uh, your classmates are cited in that article, being like, yeah, Harry's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, look, they're probably not the crowd that I hang out with. Um, because they're all gross bullies and shitheads. But then again, I am a, yeah. as I've stated, a gossip who likes to spread rumors. <laughs> and clearly you don't like the Weasley. <laughs> so maybe I'm eating that shit up, you know? <laughs> maybe I'm like, you know what? I think I, look, I think if I was this Slytherin bitch, I think I probably wouldn't like the Weasleys no. either. They're loud, attention seeking. <laughs> There's so many of them always in my business. Yeah. Yeah. Look. Yeah, I think I'd be just, like, hanging out with my girls, gossiping. (laughs) I can Mm. see that for me. And, like, really wanting to do well in class. So it'd be annoying that, like, you know, I'd see people like Ron, who maybe aren't as good as me, but they seem to get by with, like, a a lot of praise and awards because they just hang out with people like Hermione and Harry. And I'd be like, oh, that would annoy me. (laughs) So Both of us, like, I don't picture us as, like, blood racists, but I think both of us turned on Gryffindor way back when Harry and his gang got oh, the yeah. Philosopher's Stone back and the house cup was stolen from 100% us. I turned. Yeah, I was like, excuse me. Yeah. I busted my ass I <laughs> getting those points. 
Yeah, I would have started out like, you know, look, we don't have to be friends with the Gryffindors, but they're not, like, evil people. <laughs> they're just, let's all just get along. And then the house cup gets taken from us by clear bias, and I'm like, fuck, <laughs> they're all scum. They've ruined our track record. And it was my first year here. I was yeah. I was willing to, like, uphold that legacy. Yeah, like you were so excited. <laughs> it just gets snatched away from you. And then it gets snatched away from me every single year. I can't even have one day in the sun. <laughs> Yeah, I at least had some a few good years there at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think? Do you think Harry is insane? <laughs> Look, I don't think I would he's be insane. going to you for this because he's in your year. Yeah, he's in you my class. I would have, like, care of magical creatures with him. I'd have defense potions. against dark arts, potions. So, I would probably be privy to, like, some of his more upsetting class times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Habits. Like, you know, like, I probably might seem next year like you know falling asleep in class um i might see him doing some of those practical jokes in the past like you know throwing a mm-hmm. firecracker in potions class things like that do you think he took divination no <laughs> let's be real <laughs> no so yeah you wouldn't have been there when he like fell asleep and had a fit in class and woke up like ranting about Voldemort maybe i don't know what he was talking about no but lavender would have been there and i, I think i'd be besties with her in poverty <laughs> i can feel that apparently <laughs> apparently you're a gossipy bitch so that makes sense so yeah i don't think that i definitely don't believe that harry's insane i just think that mm-hmm. like harry is you know very put upon he has a rough time like clearly we know he has a rough time every year right yeah i just think that it's very funny to criticize him <laughs> because yeah. he's always a center of attention He's always the golden boy. He always gets away with everything. So I think it is funny to rub a little bit of dirt in his reputation. <laughs> so I'm yeah. fine with like going along with, oh yeah, he's crazy. Yeah. But I don't it's funny to see him it. taken down a peg or two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually believe it. And also I'm ready for Cedric. So I'm happy to yeah. like, you know, have this come out at the opportune moment right before the last task. Look, so. I think probably 17 year old me, if I was in, if I was 14, I would be wearing one of those Potter Stinks badges because I would think it's hilarious. 17-year-old me would be like, I'm too mature for this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I wouldn't be doing Potter Stinks, but I would definitely be rooting for Cedric. Oh no, actually, maybe not. Because Harry has fucking slapped in the first two tasks. Like, he's done really well. Maybe I'm rooting for Harry. Oh, uh, so you're hedging yeah. bets. You're betting on the winning I, horse. Yeah, I'm going for the winning yeah. horse. Now, I'm... I- I'm doing what I always do, and I bet on the hottie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Fleur, and I wouldn't be wearing. She's in last place. Yeah, any anyone but Harry, anyone but Harry. <laughs> I wouldn't be wearing a Potter Stinks badge either because I don't want to be actively bullying and perceived as such. Mm. Because then I'll lose house points. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm wearing one of those, that's just like walking around with a I'm a bully sign over my neck. Like, You're in you know. fourth year. You've got to be thinking for, towards next year when prefects are named. Mm. You're cozying exactly, up to that yeah. prefect position, just like you fucking did in real high school. <laughs> Where you started yeah, plotting yeah, for I've the scholarship to... you wanted to get in year seven and got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got to be careful. I've got to be tactful. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like... She says as she sits on the breakfast table <laughs> gossiping. <laughs> What I'm thinking is, look, I don't know Harry Potter personally, but I know him definitely by reputation. He killed that wizard when he was a baby. Yeah. He got the Philosopher's Stone somehow. 
he somehow dealt with the Chamber of Secrets. Then he had a quiet year where nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. And now he's like out flying a dragon and like saving everyone from the lake. And I'm like, mm, I think this is definitely the winning horse. Like, I think I've got money riding yeah. on this that he's going to win. Okay. That's very funny if we're betting against each other. So I'm betting Cedric will win and you're betting Harry will win. I'm going to owe you a yeah. lot of money. <laughs> it's going to yeah, be a I'm really be- grim exchange. <laughs> like, it's not going to be fun. <laughs> I think I'm betting that Harry will win, but Cedric catches the snitch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so I I don't think that Harry's insane. I think the lies for attention, Mm. I might buy. I might buy that. Because I've heard some crazy stories about Harry. And, like, they can't all be true. Surely no one is that heroic. Surely he can't produce a fully-fledged Patronus. Like, that's bullshit. That seems crazy. I can't do that. I'm 17. Yeah. And surely he didn't, like, kill a basilisk. How does a 12-year-old kill a basilisk? That's insane. No. With a sword. Not even with magic. Where the fuck did he get that? (laughs) Like, I've been to Dumbledore's office and I've seen that sword. It exists. But, like, where did he get it? (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. No, yeah. I think there's definitely some embellishments that come with his story. So I'm willing to believe the lies for attention thing. Yeah, definitely. I think Harry does do these things. Like, he definitely, he did get the Philosopher's Stone. That's a thing that happened. But, like, I think all of the details around it are probably played up by him mm-hmm. because he is the hero boy. He's the boy who lived. Like, of course he's playing it up. I would. Him and also his fans, the Weasleys, Hermione, the rest of Gryffindor, like, they're all mm. embellished and played up. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Definitely. So <laughs> then the third task happens. We all stare into this darkened maze for what feels like forever. <laughs> Two of the champions are immediately out, and then Cedric and Harry are just gone for so fucking long. Hold on. The two champions that are brought out, one of them's, like, knocked out, right? Fleur's knocked out, and Crumb comes out angry and hysterical. I don't know if we see that. I think they would be taken straight to a medical tent. Interesting. Okay. We're just sort of informed about it by the judges, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I guess there's probably commentary going on. Like, Ludo Bagman would yeah. be commentating. Yeah. I don't know what he's commentating on. And <laughs> there's a more hitch. time in the maze, I guess. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe he's telling us about, like, the things that are in the maze. So True. we're like, oh, there's acromantulas in there. There's, like, a sphinx riddle. And it's like, wow, it'd be so exciting if we could see this. Yeah, I wish I could see that. That'd be sick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wish I could watch this. Wow. <laughs> um, so, several hours pass. It's the... This task started in the evening after dinner. Mm-hmm. It's got to be the middle of the fucking night. Mm. Harry Potter shows up, clutching Cedric's dead body and the Triwizard Cup. He's got, I think, a big cut on his arm. He's, like, filthy, covered in blood. <laughs> and he's, like, raving like a crazy person that Voldemort has returned. Yeah, that's pretty grim. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. What's our hot take on this? <laughs> My hot take is... Oof, first of all, like, I'm devastated that Cedric has died. Mm. Like, that's pretty grim. Seeing a dead body yeah. for the first time, that's not good. Cedric might have... He would he would have been in my year, because I'm 17. Yeah, he would have, yeah. He would have... He might have even, yeah. like, had a class with him a couple of times. Yeah, he was prefect, right? Yeah. I don't think he was head boy, though. No. 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 Yeah, so I would have known of Cedric. Yeah. Let's say that I'm a prefect as well. Let's say I'm Southern prefect. So I definitely know Cedric. Wow. Which just makes it rough that I was betting against him. <laughs> you know, I'm I was like, man. sorry, I just don't, I don't think you can defeat this 14 year old. That was right. <laughs> oh God. I grimly hand you over the money. <laughs> I, yeah, I grimly pocket it. <laughs> My God. First up, yeah, oof. Second impression is 
I guess there was some sort of like terrible accident. Like, because I wouldn't instantly jump mm. to Harry has murdered this boy because I'm looking at Harry distraught, no. screaming, covered in grime, dragging this body back. His leg was messed yeah. up from fighting the ankles as broken. well. That was the other yeah. injury I couldn't remember. Um, dragging this body yeah. back in front of everyone. Like I, that to me doesn't seem like the actions mm-hmm. of a murderer. That to me seems like the actions of someone who's no. like traumatized and desperate yeah openly weeping this doesn't seem like a murder to me Uh uh-huh i think my initial take on this is cedric died in the maze yeah harry was incredibly traumatized by it managed to i guess fight off no i would say fight off whatever killed cedric probably an acromantula yeah if we know that that's in the maze let's say we do Mm -hmm. drag cedric's body through the maze past whatever dangers there were to the cup grab the cup with the body then gets, like, teleported back to the beginning of the maze or whatever, and then says that Voldemort came back and killed Cedric, I guess because of, like, trauma-induced delusion. Yeah, I'm definitely... That's my take on what happened. You're telling me this take, and I'm like, okay, maybe it was trauma-induced illusion, or maybe it was a boggart. Maybe they had to take down a boggart or something. Because mm. I've never seen Harry's boggart That would make before. sense. Yeah. And I would just We assume... would have no reason to know it's a Dementor. Yeah, and I would just assume, well, you know... Voldemort killed his whole family. Maybe Voldemort's his bogart, and so maybe yeah. he was trying to take on in this bogart. In fact, there were bogarts, or it drove him crazy. In the maze. And he came across Cedric's dead body, who'd been taken out by something else, and it just sort of drove him nuts. That would be my initial take. I think, yeah, yeah I think he saw Cedric die. Yeah. I think Cedric died in front of him because yeah. that would explain to me the level of trauma he's showing. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, and like we we know that there were bogarts in the maze. That was a thing that they had to deal with. So the fact that he saw Voldemort in the maze mm. and then also saw Cedric die, I'm like, oh, he's just blurring those memories together. Yeah, piecing it together. We're connecting the dots. We're like, all right, cool. Yeah, we got this. Okay. Yeah. So I think about a week passes, and during this week, mm. Dumbledore tells the students to not talk about what happened. So definitely, fuck that. We just spend the whole week trying to figure out what happened. I am gossiping. I am trying to figure out what happened. I'm asking every yeah. single person for their take. <laughs> Uh everyone around harry would be tight-lipped not discussing it so we're not getting any official story for about a week and rumors are going crazy i'm talking to dermstrang i'm talking to bobatons i'm getting all the details we would we would get like butchered by um gossip versions of what happened to fleur and crumb that like he attacked her crumb was under some sort of spell like we would get crazy rumor versions of this and then Mm -hmm. The mm-hmm. end of year feast happens. I think Harry is not there. I think he's still in the hospital wing. Yeah. At the end of year feast, Dumbledore tells the students what happened in the graveyard against ministry orders. So we get from Dumbledore Harry's story of what happened in the graveyard and how Voldemort came back. Shit. I'm assuming many details left out. Yeah. We're, we're probably told, like, Harry and Cedric both got the cup. They were transported to... A location outside of the school. Yeah. Voldemort was brought back from the dead. He would just say by the use of an ancient dark ritual and just leave it at that. Yeah. Leave it at that. And him and some Death Eaters attacked Harry. Cedric was killed in the process and Harry managed to escape with his mm-hmm. life and save and bring Cedric's body and, back. Yeah. That would be what we And were bring back news of Voldemort's return yeah. heroically. Like we would get that spin on it. Yeah. Do we buy that? I'm sitting respectfully in the Great Hall, and I'm like, okay. I'm listening to this, and I'm like, mm, look. <laughs> it sounds insane. It sounds crazier than what I what, what I even thought with the Bogart theory. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, here's the thing. 
our explanation with the Bogart sounds more reasonable. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. And the explanation that I was getting throughout the last week, which is like, uh, Crumb was put under a spell, or Crumb went crazy, and there was an attack mm-hmm. inside the maze, makes me think that maybe it was a bit of champion on champion action you know that something mm-hmm. in the maze set them off they kind of went out of control and maybe attacked each other like mm. i'm thinking it's a mixture of the creatures that were in the maze a bogart maybe causing some trauma and the champions going off at one, one another that might have just caused a terrible accident to happen mm. what i might start thinking actually as you're saying this i'm yeah. like maybe what happened is that harry did kill cedric like, maybe he got confused, he saw a Bogart of Voldemort, Right. he thought he was attacking Voldemort, but and he accidentally, he accidentally killed Cedric, and then kind of snapped with, like, the grief and just mm. pressure and stress of everything that had been happening, because, like, he was in a competition for adults. Yeah, he was definitely under a lot of pressure. Like, he was having a rough year. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he, like, deep down, he knows what he did. He knows that he murdered Cedric, but he can't bring mm. himself to, like, admit that. And so he's like muddling up the past in his own brain to be like, yeah. it was a, it was a Bogart. It was Voldemort. Voldemort killed Cedric, not me. And like, uh-huh. and all this sort of stuff. That's definitely yeah. what I'd be thinking. And I think it would be like a multitude of factors. Like it wouldn't just be that Harry went nuts. It would be the yeah. fact that Crumb was attacking people in the maze too. So Harry had already felt like he was being attacked. It triggered mm. a trauma response or something like that. Wizard language for this. I don't know yeah. mental health language, but like, you know, <laughs> um, Harry's been attacked before. And now I'm looking like, at that. That story in the newspaper being like, Harry's delusional and he lies about what's going on. I'm like, actually, maybe there is some credence to that. Because I think my number one clue is that Dumbledore told us we weren't allowed to talk about this for a week. And then he got up at the end of term feast and told us this insane story about like he gets sent to a graveyard and Voldemort comes back. And now Voldemort's back. Yeah. And that's and the ministry's saying that he's not. I'm like, it kind of feels like there's some kind of cover up going on here. And like Dumbledore's lying to protect, to protect Harry. the golden boy. Right? Doesn't that seem mm. like that's what's happening? Yeah. Because like I'm fourteen, but I'm not dumb. You can't just come back mm. from the dead. Like that does you can't just do that. There's nothing in the library about coming back from the dead. There's not I've never heard anything like, like that. Like it's explicitly one of the rules of magic. Magic cannot erase yeah, the dead. It seems more likely that Harry snapped and something went wrong in that maze. So yeah, I'm definitely yeah. on the side of this is kind of crazy and bullshit, but also very, very sad. And I I'm definitely kind of maybe feeling a bit pissed off that this is like disgracing Cedric's memory. Like this poor boy was just trying to win yeah. a tournament. And then some awful, either an awful tragic accident happened or maybe competition got in the way and his life was lost. And now we're coming up with this elaborate fantasy to be like, oh no, it wasn't the true circumstances. It was this elaborate fucking ploy that caused this Mm. boy to lose his life. No, I'm pretty mad. Like, I'm like, this is... Yeah, I think... Yeah. I really don't like how Cedric's death is being made to be about Mm -hmm. Harry... And Voldemort, who's been dead for 13 years. Yeah. I'm like, this is actually kind of massively, massively disrespectful. Yeah. 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 Final things from this year. Barty Crouch Jr. escaped from Azkaban and was kissed by a Dementor. I don't think we hear about that. No. I think that's completely hushed up. Yeah, we don't hear about that at all. I think we don't know what happened with Alistair Moody. I don't think we're ever told that there was a duplicate <laughs> Alistair Moody at all. I think it's just like he was suddenly sick and in the hospital wing and we never find out why. Yeah, I wouldn't really care. I wouldn't really like him as so, a <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't have liked him either. He was intense and weird. Yeah. So the final thing that we get from this year 
is that the Daily Prophet does not report on Cedric dying or on Voldemort's return. Hmm. Completely silent on those two things. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm not so... That's cover-up. Uh, yeah. That's cover-up. Yeah. I'm not so phased by the fact that they don't report on Voldemort's return because that's batshit insane. But I am... Yeah, well, that's more yeah. evidence to the fact that it didn't happen. Exactly, and I am I'm super annoyed they didn't report on Cedric's death. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. Yeah. There has been so much coverage of the Triwizard Tournament all year. A lot of it's been Harry-focused. Mm-hmm. But, like, they were reporting on the Triwizard Tournament. Like, every task, we got an update. And then the third task happens and somebody dies. And there was all this crazy shit that didn't get explained properly. Mm. And there's nothing. It's like it didn't even happen. Yeah. Fucked up. Yeah. I definitely think something really sus happened. I am leaning towards... Either Harry killed Cedric, or Harry knows what really happened to Cedric, mm. and Dumbledore's lying to cover for him. Yeah, it was definitely... I mean, I'm leaning towards that, and it was either a accident or foul play, either on Harry's part, or maybe mm-hmm. on the part of the other schools. Like, maybe Crumb, I'm suspecting a little bit as well. Because people were talking about him being... Mm. going nuts in the maze. So, like, you know, who knows? Okay. Fifth book. Mm-hmm. So... <sighs> Throughout the summer holidays... Can't wait to do my owls. I'm so keen to get all O's. <laughs> <laughs> I've just started my job at the ministry. I'm loving, like, moving papers around or whatever the hell I'm doing. <laughs> Making sure your desk stops tap dancing or whatever. <laughs> yeah, fetching coffee for people, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> all throughout this year... no, oh, Sorry, all throughout the past few mm. months... Dumbledore has been claiming that Voldemort's back and the wizarding world is at war, whether we like it or not. Right. The Daily Prophet is saying that he's insane. Fudge says he's fine and everything's fine and it's business as usual at the ministry. Dumbledore loses his position on the Wizgamot and he's stripped of its Order of Merlin Award. So he's losing all of his titles and all of his credibility and also Harry is being discredited as well. Harry's crazy. Harry wants power. Harry's lying to get attention. This is what I'm getting... From all of the staff at the mm. ministry and from the Daily yeah. Prophet. Yeah. <laughs> it seems seems about right. I really feel mm. like... I really feel like Harry killed Cedric. Dumbledore knows about it. Dumbledore's lying to cover for him. And the ministry is trying to take out Dumbledore. Yeah. I really feel like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dumbledore's done goofed by believing this dumb, wild story from a traumatized boy that probably did it. And now he's paying the consequences for it, but he's not giving up because Harry's his favorite golden boy and he'll protect him at all costs. And I'm like, this is what happens. Mm. <laughs> like, this is, this I don't think good. Dumbledore's like believes what Harry says. I think Dumbledore knows what really happened and is lying to everybody. And that's why the ministry is like slowly taking away his power. Oh, interesting. See, like the ministry is trying to get rid of Dumbledore, but Dumbledore is a, like a well-established, respected member of the community. So it's like slowly we remove all of his social capital and maybe in a year or two, he'll lose his position as headmaster and he'll fade quietly away into the background is what I'm thinking is happening. I'm probably more in the belief that like Dumbledore was kind of like wanted to believe Harry so much that he sort of went on this crazy train and Mm. now he's suffering the consequences for it. But I begin to believe throughout the year that Dumbledore's covering something up. Like that's what I like begin to believe. (laughs) Okay. With what's going on. All right. Something happens that I would have heard about at work just through the gossip train. If I wasn't there, which I might not have Mm -hmm. been. So Harry Potter uses magic outside of school. 
there is a scene at the ministry because Fudge tries to expel him and then Dumbledore shows up and stops him from being expelled. And (laughs) yeah. And all of a sudden Harry is going to get a hearing. Harry's suspended and he's going to get a hearing. And I would have heard about this because of course this is a massive thing. Yeah. (laughs) You're the intern, but you still hear about it. Yeah. yeah, I'm hearing about this on the gossip train. All I know is that he used magic outside of school. I don't know why. But that oh straight God. up Fudge tried to expel him immediately. And I'm like, yeah, because he killed that kid. Yeah. Fudge is trying to get rid of him. Fudge is trying to rip him from the school before he kills another kid, probably. Yeah. I wonder what Try kind to of... stop him from going back, but Dumbledore won't let that happen. I'm like, oh, it's maybe good that Dumbledore isn't on the Wisgamot anymore. He's clearly, like, lost He's track of what's going on. He's blinded by prejudice and bias. Like, he is too obsessed with yeah. this boy. I would be, like, so interested in trying to figure out what kind of magic it was. Because now I'm a little afraid <laughs> that Harry's gonna, yeah. like, like, Harry's got, like, you know bad vibes energy and maybe he's going to come to school and attack another kid either in a weird rage mm. or like have a, go into a fugue state like Percy and like you know <laughs> yeah I don't like it I think eventually I would hear that Harry was tried before a full Wisgamot yeah which is like that's not an educational hearing <laughs> yeah that's crazy for like outside of school magic so it doesn't make me think that he was like practicing his homework it made me, it made me think he maybe attacked mm. someone like, maybe attacked his family yeah. or something like that? That's fucked I up. I definitely think he attacked someone. And apparently he's claiming that he was attacked by Dementors, which <laughs> makes no sense. Because, like, he wasn't at Azkaban. Dementors yeah. don't just roam the countryside attacking people. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, so that's not what happened. Lying for attention. Yeah. <laughs> I, think he str- I think he straight up attacked someone and yeah. was claiming it was self-defense. Maybe he, again, he got confused. He thought he saw Dementors. Yeah. Really, he just saw shadows. This is a crazy child. <laughs> he needs help. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm he thinking. was cleared of all charges. Yeah. Of course he was. He's Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Dumbledore was the head of that Wisgamot for years. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't think that... I think he's still got enough friends on that, like, mm-hmm. tribunal or whatever it is that it goes whatever way Dumbledore says it yeah, goes. he still has sway. Like, Harry couldn't have bought himself a better lawyer, and he has the money yeah. to do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, oh, I would definitely have heard that Dumbledore showed up in person to, like, represent Harry during the trial. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's wild. That's so, I, it's so sus. There's so much going on. Other suspicious things that I would be telling you just from being at the ministry. Percy, do you remember that guy who was questioned over the disappearance of Party Crouch? Oh yeah, Blackout He's been Percy. promoted to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's been promoted to junior undersecretary to the minister. No way. So there was no consequences for him? No consequences. He wasn't oh, charged with God. anything. And he was promoted from like desk job in the Department of Magical Law Enforcement to junior undersecretary to the minister of magic. Wow. That's crazy. That's such a jump. That's weird. That's making me think. Because, like, I'm of the opinion that Percy did something to Barney Crouch. <laughs> so then I'm mm. like, okay, so <laughs> now if he's working for Fudge, what did Fudge have against Crouch? And, like, what influence was yeah. that having in the Triwizard Tournament? Because Crouch was on the judges. Mm. I'm, like, trying to connect dots that aren't there as I'm hearing this news. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm thinking, like... Was Crouch overly supportive of Harry? Mm, I'm not sure. Because, like, I'm trying to divide everything up into Fudge versus Dumbledore. And on Dumbledore's side is Harry. So maybe if there's some sort of connection between Crouch and Dumbledore and Harry, maybe Fudge wanted to do something. But all of this happened, like, 
before everything went crazy with Harry in the third task. So mm. it doesn't seem like it should be connected. Well, the connection is, like, not just the Triwizard Tournament and maybe the fact that Crouch might have been favouring Harry as a winner, but also mm. the Weasleys, like, Percy Weasley. Like, yeah. so that's that's making me feel weird. I'm like, mm, that's suspicious. Mm, it's kind of sus. Yeah. Like, I know that Arthur Weasley works at the Ministry of Magic, but I would have never seen him. No. Because he's in this dinky little office and he's been there for decades and, like, he's not a big player at the Ministry. It's kind of wild that his son got, like, an entry-level job in a department, ended up being the assistant to the head of the department, then ended up being the junior undersecretary to the minister. Yeah. I'm like... He's not bribing his way to the top. No. Is he sleeping his way to the top? What's happening? Yeah, it's either he's sleeping his way to the top, he's blackmailing his way to the top, like he knows shit, or mm. maybe threatening. <laughs> Has he gone into another fugue stage? Yeah. Is he threatening the minister? Like, um... I straight up can't explain that. And, like, yeah. I would be looking for gossip about Percy because oh, yeah. he's a Gryffindor. He was the head boy when I was a prefect and I wanted to strangle him every day. Yeah, yeah. I would be livid and I'd probably be of the opinion that he's got some dirt on people like that. Like he's like rubbed shoulders with people and gotten some secrets and is blackmailing his way up to the top. Like that's the only Mm -hmm. possible explanation in my brain. It's so sus. Yeah. Other things. We can't get money out of the bank all of a sudden. All of a sudden there's hours Uh long lines at the bank. And according to mum and dad, that hasn't happened since the last time there was a Voldemort war. Huh. That's like, what's, what, do the goblins know something? What's happening here? Yeah, maybe another goblin rebellion? Like. Yeah. Yeah, probably the lead up to another goblin rebellion is what I'm thinking. And I don't know why, but they seem to happen with some regularity. I mean, with all the news about Harry talking about Voldemort being back, it might be getting to the goblins because that's a big threat for them. And also, yeah. given last year with the riot that happened at the Wizarding World Cup and the muggles that were targeted, they might just be feeling a bit threatened. So mm. I am not surprised that they might be trying to pull something. Yeah, Ludo Bagman also did have to go on the run because apparently he was so deeply in debt to the goblins. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, like, it's possible that they, you know, you know how goblins are sneaky, horrible people? Yeah, it's we all hate them. That- yeah, it's possible that they are straight up lashing out and punishing all of wizards because Ludo Bagman stole from them. They always think we're stealing from them. That checks out. Yeah, that checks yeah. out. I'm going to blame Ludo Bagman for this. <laughs> okay. Umbridge leaves her job to go work at Hogwarts. I'm like, that makes sense because Fudge is trying to get rid of Dumbledore. So, Wait, do you hear about Sturgis Podmore? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was later on my list, but yeah. All right. Sturgis Podmore arrested for trying to break into the Department of Mysteries. That happens a bit later. Wild. Okay. Mm. Yeah. All right. High Inquisitor. Umbridge. Yeah. First of all, she's just working as the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. I'm like, that makes sense. Fudge is sending his lackey because she was senior undersecretary to the minister. Then I send you a letter being like, she's not going to teach us any practical element. Like, how the fuck am I going to pass my exams? And I'm really upset about it. (laughs) Of course. You're so upset. This is your owls. Yeah. I'm probably like, I can tutor you on the holidays, I guess, but I don't know. But what if I get sent to a trial, XD? (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Yeah, that's true. (laughs) We know how the trace works. You can do magic outside of school, as long as mom and dad are cool about it. And they are, because they want you to do well in your exams. Yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah. The Ministry has received a tip that Sirius Black is hiding in London. Sirius Black, known serial killer. Good thing I don't live in <laughs> and London. And a Death Eater. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. He's in London. Great. It's kind of fucking wild to me because, like, two years ago, the entire government shut down and everyone was taken from their jobs to go hunt Mm. for Sirius Black. Yeah. And we spent a year doing that. And then it was kind of like, we're sick of this. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I guess they just realized that the government needs to actually function on a day-to-day basis. So they couldn't do that anymore. We can't all be searching for one guy. Yeah. It's concerning that this Death Eater is apparently loose in London. That's no good. Now we hear that Sturgis Podmore was arrested for trying to break into the Department of Mysteries. Hmm. What? That would be big news yeah, in my workplace. Why would he want to go there? Because he's not an unspeakable, is he? No. Well, that's why yeah. he was arrested. Only unspeakables are allowed in the Department of Mysteries. Yeah, what's down there? <laughs> like, yeah, who knows? It's a mystery. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder what he, like, I wonder if he hmm. and Percy ever interacted. <laughs> I'd be asking you to, like, follow that up. <laughs> yeah. I think I would be asking questions, but, like, Probably all I could really turn up is that, like, Sturgis was generally a supporter of Dumbledore, but hadn't been saying anything about Mm. him. Because, like, many of the members of the Order of the Phoenix work at the Ministry, but they keep quiet about their support for Dumbledore because they don't want to lose their jobs. They want to stay there. Right. So, yeah, I would know that Sturgis is, like, not on Fudge's side, I guess, if we're all picking Mm. sides. But it's weird that he's trying to break into the Department of Mysteries. I don't know why that happened. That's odd. Yeah, it's sad that he's in the hospital now. <laughs> no, that's the other guy. Bodrick Brode. Broderick Brode. Oh, okay. That happens later. Yeah, so just Pokemon straight up yeah. just goes to ask him. Mm-hmm. So Umbridge gets appointed the High Inquisitor. There's an article in the Daily Prophet about that. Mm-hmm. And then two members of the Wisgamot, Griselda Marchbanks and Tiberius Ogden, uh, resign in protest. Huh. And then there's, like, another thing being, like, Madame Marchbanks has been accused of having links to goblin groups, subversive goblin groups. Goblin Rebellion, I'm telling you. <laughs> there's a Goblin Rebellion coming. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, like, with- withdraw as much cash as I can, but I can't because, like, the bank's frozen. Yeah. Damn it. Definitely I'm spending my weekends at Gringotts trying to get fucking gold out of our vaults. Yeah, that sucks. Mm. I think it's it's so interesting now that two of Dumbledore's followers resigned from the Wisgamot when the Ministry went to Hogwarts and now they're being linked to goblin groups. I'm like, is Dumbledore supporting a goblin rebellion? Yeah. That that, that makes sense, right? That because does. he's always like, we should treat everyone equally. Even though the goblins suck and we all hate them. Yeah. Yeah, that's... So now I'm like, maybe Dumbledore is backing a goblin rebellion. And that's why Fudge is... And Fudge is trying to shut him down. For good reason. Because, like, we need to access yeah. the money. Hmm. Yeah, not good. I, I'm definitely anti-Dumbledore now. I'm definitely of the opinion that he's covering up something for Harry, and Harry's probably accidentally murdered Cedric and is just getting away with it. Yeah. And no one's even talking about Cedric anymore. Yeah. Like, it's barely been a few months since he was killed. Oh, and yeah. actually, maybe this explains Barty Crouch. Oh, how? Uh, I don't know, but maybe he somehow, like, found out about what was happening with this goblin, this upcoming goblin rebellion, which is probably going to happen sometime in the next few months or years. Try to do something about it to inform the public, maybe. Yeah. And Percy stopped him. And then Percy got upgraded. But- he got promoted because of that. 
Yes. And now he's keeping quiet. Right. And he's keeping it all hushed up. That would make sense. Okay, because I've also heard in the grapevine that Percy has cut all ties with his family. And his family are very vocal right. supporters of Dumbledore. So maybe maybe Barty Crouch was like, oh, Weasley, you know, I know the Weasleys. You'll want to get in on this goblin rebellion that's brewing. And Percy mm. found out about it and, like, told, informed on him, informed on Barty Crouch to Cornelius Fudge. Cornelius Fudge arranged to have Barty Crouch disappeared. And, like, that tracks. Percy copped some of the blame for it but was never formally charged and then was promoted to junior undersecretary. That tracks. That's it. We've, We've solved it. We fucking cracked it. <laughs> I am telling everyone. I like that we haven't mentioned Voldemort about 45 minutes. <laughs> okay. Now, Arthur Weasley gets attacked by a snake in the middle of the night right outside the Department of Mysteries. Okay. Maybe I don't know it's a snake, but I know that he was definitely attacked by something and he ends up in the hospital. Department of Mysteries again. In the hospital in the animal ward. That's weird. How? Oh yeah, because our mum works at the hospital, so she would let us know where he's staying. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, like, our ministry connection, me and dad, I guess, would know that, like, he was attacked in the ministry, and then we would get the healer goss from mum. That he's in the animal ward. Yeah. Yeah, with some kind of rancid bite. Yeah, that's fucked up. Because, like, I'd be thinking maybe werewolf? So, like, because mm-hmm. if the goblins are about to rebel, their natural ally would be the werewolves, who we all hate. <laughs> Like, yeah, because they're terrible. Cause they're terrible, and you know they only infect children, and they're not real people. So, yeah, they're monsters. Yeah. They're monsters who hide in plain sight. So, I would be one hundred percent of the belief that Arthur Weasley is a werewolf now. And great, that's such a great rumor. <laughs> and I'd be <laughs> to start and spread. No, I wouldn't want to be spreading it because, like, the Weasleys outnumber me at school, and I don't have you to protect mm. me anymore. Yeah, but I would be. I'll be spreading it at the ministry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be thinking like. <laughs> Like, how much time is he taking off work? Like, all the, the fact that all the kids were, like, pulled out of school. Like, one day they were there, the next they were gone. Right before the holidays. Yeah, you would notice they're gone. And there would be no explanation of why. Yeah. Because even Hermione doesn't get an explanation of why. They're just all gone. Yeah, right before the holidays. Like, they couldn't even wait till another day and to catch the train home. Like, it's weird. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, 100% off Louise is a werewolf now. But, like, so the werewolves were outside the, the Department of Mysteries too. Something about that yeah. Department of Mysteries, they're trying to get in there. Maybe there's some sort of power source they're trying to acquire to, like, use with the rebellion against the wizards. Yeah, I'm thinking that there's, like, there's information or I would guess some kind of, like, magic spell or potion some sort of or something that's being developed. Yeah, because yeah, the Department of Mysteries, like, it's a mystery. Yeah. But we kind of think it's, like, a research division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something in there that they want. So I definitely think war that they is need coming. for the rebellion. War is coming, but it's not Voldemort. It's... A bunch of, like, fringe groups, and it's the goblins rebelling again, and it's, they're getting the, the werewolves on side and stuff like that. It even it even kind of makes sense that Dumbledore's claiming that Voldemort's back, right? Yeah. He's claiming that the wizarding world is at war with Voldemort, this invisible enemy who's dead. When really, so that when he's the leader of this, like, goblin rebellion. Rebellion. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, he's straight up, he's forming, he's doing a coup. This is a coup against... Fudge in the Ministry of Magic. Dumbledore's trying to seize power. And against wizarding values and our own society. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With goblins and werewolves and the Weasleys. Yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> now, here's possibly the worst news we've had since Cedric's death. 
mass breakout from Azkaban. What about Broderick Broad when we hear about that first? I don't know about Modric, Broderick Broad. I don't have him in my notes. So Broderick I think that Broad must have already happened because is, he dies, doesn't he? So Broderick Broad is, um, he tries to get into the Parliament Mysteries too or whatever. Fails. It must have happened before Weasley. Before Arthur, sent, I mean. But no, what, what matters is that he's sent to, um, what's the fucking hospital name? St. Mungo's. St. Mungo's. And he's gifted a plant. <laughs> so what happens is it's all in the papers. He's gifted a plant and it turns out it's Devil Snare and Devil Snare strangles him to death while he's in hospital. Yeah. We'd hear about that because our mum works in hospital and also it's in the papers. Mm-hmm. The nurse who, the, the healer who put the plant on his bedside table is like hysterical and quoted in the paper. Yeah, she thought it was like a flitterby bush or something like that. She thought it was something different. Mm. Yeah, fucked up. I'd be like, Idiot. cover up. Cover up. Why, like, cover up. There's no way that someone could mistakenly put a plant of devil snare in a pot and give it to, and gift it to someone. No. There's no way. No. Like, I can see mistaking it for a different plant when it shows up as a wrapped gift, but to actually pot a devil snare and send it to someone, no way that that happens accidentally. That was an assassination. Yeah, 100% he knows something. Yeah, so what side was Bodrick Bode on is the question. Is he on the side of Fudge in the Ministry or Dumbledore and his dangerous rebels? I'm not sure. I'm I'm so scared at this point. (laughs) At this point, like, it really feels like something is about to happen something's brewing yeah yeah like it feels like we are about to get a rebellion or a war or something yeah and then the death eaters break out so now we have a mass breakout from azkaban yeah 10 so i think it's 10 death eaters have broken out Mm. now i'm starting to think voldemort (laughs) because death eaters i've got a quote from fudge So Fudge says, we strongly suspect that the breakout was engineered by a man with personal experience in escaping from Azkaban, Mm. notorious mass murderer Sirius Black, cousin of the escapee Bellatrix Lestrange. So Fudge is trying to pin this on Sirius Black, who was sighted in London a few months ago. Mm -hmm. That's a long way to go from London. Yeah. And not be spotted. I think this is really suspicious, especially because of the way the ministry handles the breakout. Like, nothing happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like when, when Sirius Black, as you said, went miss went like broke out not too long ago, two years ago. Mm-hmm. It was massive lockdown, it was insane. Yeah. Now ten of them have broken out. Uh-huh. With supposedly the help of Sirius and we're not really doing anything. Yeah. Now I'm starting to suspect that there's an even bigger conspiracy going on. <laughs> I'm like really freaked out now. There's wanted posters up and I guess probably the auras are looking for them, but it's not like there's a whole ministry shut down while we all get redirected to help with the search. Like what happened two years ago? No, we would have heard about that from dad. Yeah. Yeah. Also, apparently these 10, this is another quote from the article were considered to be some of the most dangerous and highly guarded convicts due to their crimes being legendary. The escapees were high-security prisoners being held on the topmost floors of the prison and were sentenced to life within the walls of the fortress. So, like, these were the most guarded of all the prisoners in Azkaban, and ten of them escaped at once. I'm like, I don't even know if Sirius Black could do that. Like, he's just one man who escaped himself. And like, when Surely this would have taken an army. When he was escaping in like two years ago he was spotted around as he was moving from town to town supposedly yeah. he went from london to fucking norway and no one spotted him break out 10 people from prison like i yeah. just i'd be like no way he did this by himself and so i would be on your opinion that maybe it was an army it was him 
maybe a bunch of goblins, <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe some werewolves, some werewolves, maybe Dumbledore maybe, even helped. Maybe the most powerful wizard alive, Albus Dumbledore. He's also on the run at this point, is he? Oh yeah. Um, no, this happens. He goes on the run later. Okay, right, right, yeah, yeah. He goes on the run because he gets caught. <laughs> is yeah. what I'm thinking. Well, what I'm thinking is like. Azkaban is literally a fortress. It's a fortress guarded by Dementors. So this can't have been an attack, even if theoretically Voldemort was alive, which he isn't. It can't have been attacked by Voldemort because you need Patronuses to fight Dementors. Mm, and Death Eaters can't do that. Yeah, Dark Wizards can't conjure Patronuses. It has to be done by Light Wizards, for want of a better word. Yeah, so that's Dumbledore. Because we I'm know like... Goblins and stuff, they don't have access to wands. So they can't do that either. Yeah, I don't think they can conjure Patronuses. It had to be done by wizards. Powerful, powerful wizards. Like, I don't know who else could have done it but Dumbledore. Maybe with the help of Sirius Black. I don't know why he would be working with Sirius Black. But I'm like, why would Dumbledore break Death Eaters out of Azkaban? Means, sure. Opportunity, fine. Motive? Maybe to... Oh, to to go to, to promote his theory that Voldemort has returned. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, to sell the idea that Voldemort's back and to make it all make sense. War, to create yeah. chaos and unrest. Yeah. To create a war for himself. When it's not happening the way that he wants it to, he's going to create a war with Voldemort, whether Maybe... he wants it or not. Oh, okay. Here's something. I think I've connected a dot. Okay. So, Dumbledore wants to weaken the Ministry of Magic because he wants to swoop in and take over the Ministry. That's what he's trying to do. That's why he's stirring up this rebellion with the goblins that's going to come any minute now. Right, okay. The reason why the Ministry didn't shut down and go hunting for these Death Eaters like what happened with Sirius is because that's what Dumbledore wanted to happen. He was trying to cause a government shutdown. But Fudge knows that, and Fudge is like, and we have to stay it. business as usual. We can't play into Dumbledore's plans. It's like strategies going on. Right. That explains it, right? That makes sense. That's crazy. <laughs> it does explain it, but it's also, like, of course. insane. Like, yeah, oh, like, I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm fucking terrified. Yeah. First of all, there's 11 Death Eaters on the loose. Like, the worst of the worst. Serious Black Bellatrix Estranged. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. By the way, at this point, have I heard about Dumbledore's army? Like, I know I'm in Slytherin, but... Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you that. I mean, my mail is being checked you... in and out going, so I can't, like, write you about it if I know about it. No, but you could have talked to me during the Christmas holidays. Yeah, I might have a, like, suspicion, because I am apparently friends with people like Lavender and Papacy, so yeah. I'm, like, They're I'm probably... the Order of the Phoenix, not Order as of we know Dumbledore's that, Army. As we know, there are no Slytherins in Dumbledore's Army, so therefore I can't mm-hmm. be in Dumbledore's Army. Well, but... what I'm thinking is, uh, I don't know, because, you know, you weren't a student at Hogwarts <laughs> while this was happening. What I'm thinking is, you would have been probably one of the most vocal people arguing against umbridge not teaching you magic because you're mm. like a real hermione bitch and you're like i've got to get my fucking great marks in the owls yeah. and you're not teaching me the content i need to know to pass my exams mm-hmm. all i have to stimulate me is the fact that i have to study so hard to get these exams done and the gossip i'm getting from my sister from her ministry job uh-huh. <laughs> like that's all i have so i i probably would hear about this secret organization would i join I'd want to because I want to learn the practical magic skills, but I'd also not want to get on Umbridge's bad side <laughs> because mm. 
That's risky. You don't want to cross the ministry. And like, I'm telling you, like, we're theorizing that like straight up a war is going to break out. So one, you want to be training in defensive magic. But two, do you want to be training in defensive magic with Harry Potter and his gang of people that are definitely on Dumbledore's side? I definitely not with Harry. What if he like loses it again and kills someone? Yeah, he apparently tacked someone over the holidays and maybe killed Cedric Diggory. So I'd probably hear about this group and not join, but like mm-hmm. uh, during the holidays and stuff, I'd be learning all the exam things from you that you did mm. like two years before. Yeah. So that's what I'd be doing. Okay. So yeah, so you're not in Dumbledore's army. Good. That's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. After the mass breakout from Azkaban, here's maybe the game changer, Harry's interview in the Quibbler. Right. Where he explains everything that happened to him. We get his side of the story. I guess he probably, look, without Dumbledore's strategic mind, I think Harry wouldn't know what parts of this story should remain hidden from the public. I think he tells us every single detail as well as he can remember it. Yeah. So I think his story is far more comprehensive and detailed and, like, connects dots in a way that whatever crap Dumbledore told us last year just didn't. Hmm. Yeah. And it would also, I'd also be noticing the reactions of the people in my own house and dormitory mm-hmm. because their names are named and their families are like implicated in this. Oh yeah. And these are people that I've spent five years in my life with and I probably mm-hmm. know how they react pretty well to things. And I can probably tell that they're genuinely freaked out and they're genuinely yeah. like worried that this is going to have bad implications for them. So I'm like, oh, that's a bit spicy, isn't it? Yeah, like, I think it's... I think it's really interesting (laughs) that everyone that Harry claims was in the graveyard were people that were on trial for being a Death Eater way Mm. back in the First War and got cleared. Yeah. So it's not like he just pulled a bunch of Death Eater names because he cleverly didn't say anyone who was in Azkaban, Mm -hmm. but he did say everyone who was under suspicion and maybe a few people who were never under suspicion. But, like, makes sense. Like, McNair, who works at the Ministry of Magic. Like, how would, like, yeah. Like, I would be wondering how would he be choosing these people? Like, where would he be pulling these names from if not just enemies that he has at school? But, like, things like McNair would throw me. Like, why would he name McNair? Like, that seems a bit odd. So I'd be sort of convinced by him implicating a bunch of different people. And the mass amount of details... Once again, you know Harry better than I do. Like, yeah. he doesn't seem like the guy to read up a bunch of history on people. No. That, like, he doesn't seem like he really knows anyone in the wizarding world. No. We know he's raised by muggles. Yeah. Like, he could have sent Hermione away to do all this research for him, but he just doesn't seem like the type to come up with a meticulously researched lie. No. He seems like an off-the-cuff kind of guy. Yeah, like, he'd lie to get attention for something, but I don't think he'd, like, come up with an elaborately researched, well-detailed, thought-out lie like this like i think this mm-hmm. is either the truth or close enough to it that it's starting to connect the dots for me i'm like hmm, yeah this might be convincing me <laughs> yeah but at this point i've invested so much in my theory of dumbledore and the upcoming rebellion mm. and i'm like does what harry said in the quibbler and first of all it's published in the quibbler a gutter rag that i'm guessing you tell me to buy a copy of because you would have heard about this through school there's no way i'm buying the fucking quibbler so what i'd be thinking is like obviously dumbledore had no input in this so we have this theory that dumbledore is covering something up that dumbledore Mm -hmm. has broken these people out of azkaban to support his own cause that voldemort's returned so yeah i'd still be probably on that theory 
because like you know Harry's implicated all these Death Eaters here but we know that <laughs> Death Eaters can't do Patronuses so who the fuck is getting these people out of yeah out of prison like it, that doesn't add up for me so yeah what I'm thinking is like a lot of weird shit has been happening yeah does Harry's interview explain why Percy got promoted? Why Sirius Black is shown up in London? Yeah. Why Bodrick Bode was strangled by a devil's snare? All these attacks outside the Department of Mysteries. Like, three different attacks. Yeah. Yeah. The mass breakout from Azkaban. Like, if Voldemort's back, he's breaking his supporters out from Azkaban. Okay, that lines up. But, like, what's going on at the Ministry of Magic then? Mm. And why is Fudge so adamant that Voldemort isn't back? If Fudge would have heard all of this already last year, like, he would have been there when Harry told his story. And Dumbledore, like, what's going on between the two of them? Yeah, yeah. I'd be, I'd still be sus, but I'd be more on the train of, like, okay, maybe Harry didn't kill Cedric, but I still think it was either an accident or a bogart, but I don't think Harry is kill, like killed Cedric and Dumbledore is covering that up. I think like Dumbledore is covering something else up that's sus with the Ministry, supporting our little rebellion with maybe the goblins and the werewolves. Mm. But I don't think Voldemort is back. But I definitely think maybe there's like some Death Eater stuff going on, like a former Death Eaters, because that's what started last year with the Quidditch World Cup, and maybe they're like in opposition to this goblin uprising, which would make sense. Yeah. yeah, I guess I just... I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> yeah. I definitely like, don't think that Harry outright kills Cedric, though. I think there was something that went wrong, but I don't think Harry killed uh-huh. him at this point. Yeah, I I no longer think that Harry killed Cedric. And I guess, like, I don't know him super well because he's not in my year, so I'm mostly going off what you're saying. But I don't think that Harry has the... I don't know. The, like... I can't think of what I mean to say. The vibe of Every I'll qu- kill someone and then cover it up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like making up such an elaborate story that you, like, tell to a reporter and get written down and published in a newspaper, this feels like a real Slytherin move. Yeah. And everything that I've seen about Harry is radiating pure Gryffindor energy. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy catches snitches with his mouth and then, like, gets carried away by a crowd of cheering fans. Like, that's the kind of shit I expect from Harry Potter. Yeah. Kills a snake with a sword, apparently. Or there's rumors that he killed a snake with a sword. Like, I just don't... The level of, like, staring somebody straight in the eye and telling them an elaborate, pre-thought-out lie doesn't seem like the kind of thing he can get away with. No. So I, I think he's telling the truth or what he believes is the truth to the Quibbler, mm-hmm. but it doesn't line up with everything else that's going on and my understanding of the situation. So I just don't understand what's happening. Yeah. Maybe I'm starting to think like, like maybe Voldemort's back and that's maybe the most terrifying thing I can think of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next thing that happens, <laughs> Dumbledore goes on the run from the law. He's all of a sudden a wanted man. <laughs> We get the story that he attacked the Minister of Magic himself and several Auras, who I guess went to Hogwarts to arrest him. Yeah. And now you would tell me that Umbridge is headmaster, headmistress. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we 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 picked it. He's he's up to something. He's doing a cover up. Yeah. He's supporting rebellions. He's against the Ministry. He's terrorist. Like <laughs> like that's yeah. how it is. He's effectively a terrorist. Yeah. yeah. He's causing civil unrest. I definitely like Dumbledore. 
Fudge definitely went to the Hogwarts with auras ready to arrest Dumbledore. And then Dumbledore attacked him and then escaped and is now on the run. Yeah. And now we've got wanted posters out for 11 Death Eaters and Dumbledore. Yeah. Seems sus. I'm like, yeah. He, <laughs> he did it. He's definitely trying to attack Fudge. He's trying to take over the Ministry of Magic and it's all blowing up. And it's suspicious this happens sort of right after Harry's interview with the Quiplaw. Yeah. Yeah. Real suspicious. Yeah. This is like the one version of Harry's events that Dumbledore wasn't able to control. This seemed to be mm. out of his scope. And suddenly he's gone on the run like this, completely abandoned his normal life, his role, his duties, his sort of pretense to go on the run against the law. Mm. Like, oh, one thing that I didn't think of, you would know that Dumble- that uh, Umbridge bans this Quibbler article. Yeah. So it seems like the Ministry doesn't want this Quibbler interview going out either. Mm-hmm. Yes, because the Ministry is definitely trying to get rid of this whole Voldemort rumour. Yeah. So yeah, that's just another thing to consider. Okay. Umbridge apparently gets a group of Auras, and they go in the middle of the night and try to arrest Rubius Hagrid. And during the confrontation, Minerva McGonagall is attacked and hospitalised. Well. And you straight up witness that, because it happens during the Astronomy Owl during my exams yeah so i'm like a first-hand account like i'm not getting the paper version of this yeah this is maybe the first thing you've witnessed with your own eyes i'd be like holy fuck because obviously i know that those teachers are both super close to dumbledore Mm -hmm. who's on the run now yeah but and you would have seen like the death bells of hagrid's career because you know all about like dumbledore uh umbridge is reviewing the teacher's Umbridge yeah. tried to fire Trelawney and there was a massive scene. She has it out for half-breeds. Hagrid's a half-giant. That was reported last year. Like, this... Mm-hmm. The fact that he lost his job, that was a long time coming. Yeah. The fact that they tried to arrest him with a bunch of auras. What's up with that? Why? Weird. Well, he was... He did go to Azkaban like, a couple years ago. Yeah. Like... Maybe they found new evidence. I don't know why he got sent to Azkaban. <laughs> it had something to do with the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, like, I guess I would just sort of be thinking, like, okay, so these two teachers, as we know, are closely allied with Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Like, Minerva's essentially the vice principal, and Hagrid is, like, Dumbledore's man, mm-hmm. right-hand man. So I'd just be thinking, like, they know something, they know where Dumbledore's going, yeah. the ministry's gone after them. But I'd definitely also be like, police brutality. Like, I witnessed it. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was no reason for them to be arrested like that in the middle of the night. That's shady. Like... I would be very sus as to what was going on. What I'm kind of thinking is like, if I was a powerful wizard trying to organize a goblin rebellion, I was recruiting werewolves and stuff. Like a big, strong half giant would be high on my list of people to recruit as well. Yeah, of course. But like, I'd still be, I would have witnessed the whole thing and seen how the attack played out and been like, this looks so dodgy. Mm. Like, It definitely seems like the Ministry isn't in the right. Like, I still think Dumbledore's doing something wrong, but, like, the Ministry has mishandled a lot of things, I guess. Yeah. That looked like police brutality to me. That that didn't look like, like, we got on boys. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's so sus that they went to his house in the middle of the night. Yeah. Why would you have to do that? And that Minerva was, like, just trying to stop them from, like, casting spells in the school where children are. And she got yeah, blasted. and she took, she got took five stunning spells to the chest. Yeah, that could have killed her. Yeah, why would you ever need to cast five stunning spells at a person? Yeah, crazy. It, 
all of those auras should lose their jobs. That was yeah. gross incompetence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, and now the final piece of evidence. <laughs> there is some <laughs> kind of battle at the Ministry of Magic and uh, Fudge says Voldemort and Bellatrix are strange over there. Voldemort's back, I guess. <laughs> ah, Voldemort's back. So I oh. guess I take down my wall of like photographs and newspaper clippings with red string connecting them. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Voldemort. <laughs> um, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is very embarrassing. For the past two years, I've been trying to, like, string together this Goblin Rebellion theory. Mm. (laughs) And, uh, turns out I was just wrong and, I guess, kind of racist in my theories, huh? Yeah, I mean, that's society, baby. I guess I would just be thinking there's still a lot of loose ends, though. Like, why was Percy promoted? Mm -hmm. Is Arthur Weasley a werewolf now? Uh, (laughs) like, well. This whole battle happened at the Ministry of Magic in the Department of Mystery, so I'm like, well, I guess that explains the various attacks that happened there. Yeah. I guess people were trying to get in there the whole time. Yeah. Is Voldemort down there, is what I'd be thinking? (laughs) (laughs) They resurrected Voldemort in the Department of Mysteries. Now there's a Quibbler article. (laughs) No, I'd be thinking maybe Voldemort did return, they captured him, and they were trying to keep it under wraps. Like, they kept him in the Department of Mysteries, trapped and captured... But stuff was still going on on the outside to, like, stir up his support, you know, Death Eaters were escaping, etc. And then when they finally lost control of everything, when he finally escaped, that's why he was spotted in the Ministry. He was escaping. Whoa, escaping from the Ministry. That's such a good theory. He'd been kept there that whole time. That's why there were so many attacks outside of that corridor in the Department of Mysteries. They were all trying to get in there to either break him out or to prove their theory that he was being captured in there. And that explains why Dumbledore keeps insisting that Voldemort's back, but providing no evidence. And Fudge keeps insisting that he's not back, and there's this massive beef between the two of them. It all fits. It all fits. It all fits. It all fits. (laughs) Catch me on the breakfast table again, toast in hand, (laughs) orange juice in the other. Yeah, they've got like a cell down there for him or whatever. Like, he can't get out of it. I'm like frantically putting all the newspaper clippings back on the wall and retying the red threads between them. Like, oh, we've got it. Okay, so actually, Dumbledore wasn't brewing a rebellion. Vol- uh, Fudge was trying to cover up a secret war that was happening, and Dumbledore was the good guy all along. <laughs> That's why Fudge tried to silence him by arresting him. Yeah, yeah, it all fits. Did it? Spiders flee before it. It all fits. Wow. Well, is Voldemort back? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> Wiles. After all this time, he was just kept under the government the whole time. <laughs> In a little dungeon. Oh, uh, he was underneath the government building all along. <laughs> <laughs> that would freak you out a lot as a government employee. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd be like, it's Chamber of Secrets all over again, just at your workplace now. Oh my god. I get away from that fucking Hogwarts and I come here and all of a sudden everyone's being attacked. <laughs> It's been a very stressful life for me. <laughs> and I got all fails on my house because <laughs> I was too distracted with my fucking theories and my newspaper wall. I did not pass a single test. <laughs> too busy studying Harry Potter's lies to <laughs> study your actual books. Oh, well, I guess that had that coming. <laughs> well, I've been Rhea and Percy Weasley knows more than he's telling I've been Jem, and I just think it's a bit sus, don't you think? Thanks for listening. 
If you want to support us or get in touch, the links to our social media and Patreon are in the show notes. Please feel free to send us so many messages that we go mad and run away to a hut on a rock in the middle of the sea just to avoid them. You'll hear from us again in two weeks' time. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.